every joint. Come on. Every joint. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented on Behind the Book podcast are for general information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional or betting advice. The Behind the Book podcast does not reflect the views of Ameristar Casino Resort Spa Blackhawk or Penn National Gaming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Behind the Book podcast, a sports betting podcast brought to you by the team at Ameristar Casino Resort and Spa in Blackhawk, Colorado. I'm Jenny Kramer. I'm joined by Kevin Don, Colin McLean, and Ethan Frew. Um, so let's get right into it. Big topics in the sports world right now. Um, let's start off with Tiger Woods. Is he going to play at the Masters? Well, I want to start this by saying that there are rumors flying around that Tiger's private jet has arrived in Augusta as of this morning. He's doing a final test run, per se, to see if he can walk the course properly. But other than that, Seems like we're ready to go. Plus 6,000. If you're not putting a few bucks on Tiger for the next week, you're crazy. So as we've learned about your golf betting, <laughs> it's like throwing money away. So, yes, if you're following Ethan's easy bets, throw away some money on plus 6,000. Tiger's not playing. For you the, don't, you for don't think he's going to play? I don't think he's going to play. Oh, he's going to play. Why is he not going to play? Why would he play? Because he's a savage. He's a Terminator. 100%. He's the best golfer of all time. This guy was in the jaws of life a year ago, and he's back playing the Masters. It's not like you're doing it for the money. for the fan. It's, it's incredible to watch what this guy's doing. You're right. And he only wants to compete at the highest level. So he probably plays the par three tournament prior when he can go out there. Charlie can caddy for him, and then he's there for the dinner. And then he's back out because he doesn't want to not be able to compete at the highest level. So I agree with that, but I completely disagree with your second point because he would not be there if he didn't think he could compete at the highest level. He would not show his face Bet. if he didn't think he could win. Agree. No way. Colin. Biggest comeback of the generation if he plays. 100%. And if he plays, he's going to win. Like, without a doubt. 100%. Without a doubt. I want to take all of your action right now. <laughs> You're per- you will personally bring. And we got an update. I have plus seven thousand. So wow, you know, almost Pew-pew. almost almost free money. <laughs> that is free money. Also, I wanted to add that if Tiger Woods wins, I'm going to stay right here on this podcast. I will get a Tiger Woods tattoo. One hundred percent. Where would you get the tattoo at? Is the real question. I was thinking about that. Probably somewhere not super visible, but I was thinking maybe just a little tiger face, maybe with a, an actual tiger next to it. It could be pretty cool. I think he should get it on his neck. Oh, just a oh savage. Yeah. Savage, because that's what a savage would do is get a neck tattoo. That is true. That is true. You got to get a Nike swoosh, too, because then you are, you're affiliated for life if that's the case. I'm a part of the tiger team. And then Julie will fire you. That is true. I love it. <laughs> Um, some other big news. So ESPN's MVP straw poll came out recently, updated NBA MVP. Nikola Jokic got more votes than Embiid. Do we still think Joel's going to win MVP? I do personally, just because I don't think they want to give it to Jokic again. But I don't know. The odds are getting closer. Embiid is at minus 160. Jokic is at plus 130 odds to win the MVP. I, I mean – Straw poll is what it is. I mean, Denver fans jump on there and vote him to the top. I mean, they're not going to give it to somebody on a sixth place team, no matter how good he is. And Bede's going to either win the East or they're going to finish in second behind Miami. And they got to be the favorite to win the East overall. So it's hard to think they're not giving it to Embiid. 
I agree with Kevin. I was honestly surprised to see that he even won that. But like you said, I'm not sure how much that really means. So, All right. And then switching over to NFL, Tyreek Hill to Miami. Um, that was some crazy news earlier last week. Where do we think Tom Brady's going to play next year? Do we think he's still going to go to the Bucks? Is he going to try to play with Miami as the rumors are kind of coming out? They're there's no way he doesn't play in Tampa. He came back for one simple reason. He felt like they could still win. And him, like Aaron Rodgers, realizes that the NFC is trash. <laughs> All of the good players are in the AFC now. And la- last week we talked about the the quarterback situations just a little bit. But these are the quarterbacks he gets to face twice if he stays in the NFC South. Marcus Mariota, <laughs> Jameis Winston, and Sam Darnold. He's yeah. a pretty smart guy. That's six straight wins right there for Tom Brady. He goes to the East. You got Josh Allen. They're going to be playing um, some of the other powerhouses in the AFC next year. I think they might have the Bengals on the schedule. I think, I don't know if they have KC, but I know they have a team from the West and Everybody in the West is loaded, so he's given up wins just to go to Miami, so no shot. Yeah, probably right. So let's switch back to March Madness. We are almost at the end. Everybody's brackets are busted. Super busted. Um, Duke is now the odds-on favorite to win it all at plus 155. Kansas isn't far behind at plus 185. So this Saturday, Final Four, we've got Kansas – Minus four, four and a half over Villanova. And Duke is minus four over North Carolina. So far, those are the lines that are out. Who does everybody think is going to win to get to the to the finals? My start, I still have Kansas just like I did at the beginning, but I, I won't, I would be lying if I said that I wouldn't mind being a part of history and seeing Duke win with Coach K one last time. I don't know. I know a lot of people don't like that, but I, I enjoy seeing history like that. So we'll see what happens. But I like Duke against UNC, and then we'll see about Kansas and Villanova. I mean, are you going to go to New Orleans and be part of history, or are you going to just watch that on TV? I mean, I think watching it can be considered part of it. I'm around. I'm here. <laughs> I'm watching. Okay. I just didn't know. I mean, I know if you maybe got a, a scholarship offer to Duke for a game and a half or something. Well, I'm not going to be in Augusta. He's going to walk still on. Gonna, still going to watch Tiger Woods win the Masters, so. <laughs> On TV, on a replay. It'll be just as good. Okay. Kevin, who do you got for going to the national championship? Well, I I have Kansas. I, I had Kansas all the way in that, and it's the only thing I got left in my bracket is Kansas. So Hold on. You had Kentucky, didn't I, you? I also had Kansas in the <laughs> national championship game against them. So I'm going to hold on to every little thing I had. Um, I do like Kansas against Villanova at minus four and a half. Um and I know it's not the popular pick, but I did watch the last game they played against each other. And if you're going to give me four points for UNC, I'm going to take it. Um, and I think that UNC-Kansas matchup in the national championship game is a pretty compelling game. So you think North Carolina could beat Duke? I mean, they throttled them in Coach K's last emotional home game at Cameron. So the moment's definitely not too big for them. It's a division rivalry, though. It's always been a tough matchup with them. It, it has, but I mean, it, it's got to be sitting in the players at Duke's mind that two and a half weeks ago they just got throttled at home. I mean, they the second half of that game was not competitive. 
They're going to be looking for revenge. I was shocked to see they've never um, – well, not shocked. I was, it's pretty cool that they've never played each other in March Madness before up until now. So, Yeah, I mean, I, the committee's always trying to avoid conference main yeah. rivals. I mean, it's hard to do when you put seven, eight, nine teams in the tournament every year, but never fails. They are always going to put like a UNC and a Duke on opposite sides, so they're only ma- matching up in the final four of the national championship game. So – is there a bigger college sports rivalry than those two teams in basketball? Basketball? I would no. say no. The only thing I could compare it to is maybe Michigan, Ohio State football. I was trying yeah, to think of any other I think, comparisons. I think you're blinded by that. I don't think that rivalry really? is as big outside of the Midwest. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, behind the book, the bracket, our bracket, let's talk about that real quick. So – the person from our team internally that's winning is Sean, our GM. So we can't let him win. So Duke needs to lose. Um, non-employee leaders in the bracket are Daddio, and Ethan and I are definitely convinced that that is one of Gilbert's customers. Because Colin, you're smiling. Do you know who it is? I have no clue who it is. I would just assume it'd probably be just Gilbert's like second, like ghost account, just in case he doesn't <laughs> win the first one. It's just Kevin Durant. Um, <laughs> Twitter account. So Daddy O's doing great and Titty Tad is in second place kind of for the customer. So it depends on um, if Villanova or Duke wins essentially who's going to win for the listener bracket. Um, but let's take a break right now. We'll be right back. Looking for access to your tier status, exclusive rewards, special offers, and my cash balance all in one place? Download the all new My Choice Rewards app and see all of your account information from your mobile device. Plus, get $10 MyCash and 5 million credits to play for fun at MyChoiceCasino.com when you download the app today. Download it now in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back, everybody, to Behind the Book Podcast. So we are going to dive into our picks for the Final Four right now and potentially National Championship Jenny, who do you got? All right, Kramer's calls. I'm going to take Kansas with the points, uh, minus four and a half over Villanova. And uh, for my second pick, I'm going to take the Tar Heels, plus four. Um, Wow. I'm hoping they make it all the way and win. I love the Tar Heels. Um, Third pick tonight, not going to be a NCAA pick, but I am going to take an NBA pick, Lakers, the Mavs, at the Mavs tonight. And taking the under. So it's under 219 and a half. So those are Kramer's calls for today. Ethan's easies. All right. So like I mentioned earlier, I do like Duke to beat UNC Moneyline tonight, minus 190. Coach K's last year, absolute legend. They never played each other before. It's going to be an awesome game. And like Kevin mentioned, UNC did upset Duke at home in Coach K's uh, home finale. So Duke's going to be looking for some revenge. Secondly, I missed the ball on all March Madness picks, so I'm going to go way out of that realm with soccer. So the international um, USA men's team to beat Costa Rica money line tomorrow night at plus 115. USA is coming off 5-1 win versus Panama, where Christian Pulisic, our uh, American Ronaldo, as they say, scored a hat trick. And yeah, so I like USA for that. And then finally, opposed to Jenny, I'm taking the over tonight for the Lakers versus Mavericks <laughs> at 219.5. Last five Lakers games, total points average of 243 points per game. 
Lakers are allowing 120 points per game, which is the fifth highest in the NBA. And if the Lakers do not win this game tonight, they would drop uh, out of the playing tournament. So they really need to win. And finally, Dallas has looked really good. Won 11 out of the last 14 games, and Luke is going to go off. So I like the over on that game. Ethan's easies. So you're going against me in the NBA pick. I will say the Mavs are 48, 25, and 2 um, on the under at home. So Ooh. I don't know. And we'll see. Yeah, it's against the Lakers. So Lakers got to do something. It's, it's getting too bad to watch. It's getting sad. It's. Yeah. It, they're not good. <laughs> I mean, I know this whole room was on the Lakers a couple weeks one ago. One time. Yeah. One time. They are not. Against the Clippers. They're not good. They yeah. need to start over. That was a mistake. They've been watching too much of winning time. Kevin, what do you got? Well, um, won a little NBA tonight. Big matchup. Bucks, 76ers. Um, as we've been sitting here, I've been watching this line move from the Bucks. Um Minus one to plus half a point. So there's obviously some action on that game tonight. I took the 76ers on the money line. I got it at minus 109. Um, the 76ers, if they're, if they're playing right, they're unbeatable. Now, Harden could have a Harden-esque type game and they could lose by 30. Yuck. So um, NCAA-wise, Kansas minus four and a half. Um, I think they're better than Villanova. Villanova's had a great run in the tournament, but I think it ends here with Kansas. Um, women's tournament, little parlay for the two games left in the women's tournament. South Carolina minus eight and UConn money line can get you to plus 265 for those two games. Nice. Almost UConn. feels like a gilly guarantee right there. <laughs> I did hit. I did hit a four teamer on that, you know, because it's easy to bet chalk. Yeah. Who's UConn playing? Stanford. Yes. Ooh. UConn's the only two seed to make it. Everybody else was a one seed. <laughs> right. They looked good last night. I mean, they that, went to double overtime. Paige that Beckers game, did just went off. That game was crazy. Like yeah. it was incredible to watch. And if you don't watch a lot of women's college basketball, these next three games that are going to get played are going to be amazing. All right. Better call Cole. Tough one for me this week. Um, I've made the pivotal mistake of betting against Duke not once but twice now. <laughs> they hurt me against Texas Tech. That was a really good game. I think Texas Tech could have won, but, mm-hmm. you know, if they <laughs> they choked. Um, and then I made the other mistake of thinking that Arkansas was going to beat Duke as well, and we all <laughs> saw how that went. So I'm rolling with Duke. So – as Ethan would say, better fade call. Woo! <laughs> I'm taking Duke minus four, and then I'm also going to be taking Villanova plus four and a half. I think the points with Nova are just too good to be true, so I got to take them. And then to tag along with Kevin tonight, I'm also going to be taking the over in the Bucks Sixers. That's at 231 right now. And the last time they played, I think it was back in February – I believe Philly won by three, and that was a high-scoring game of uh, 123 to 120. So I think there's going to be some points tonight. I'm not too confident on which side to be on. I like the Sixers with Kevin, but the line's back and forth right now. As we've been talking, I see it as a pick right now. So 
Yeah, it's it's been moving a lot over the last 30 to 45 minutes, so there's a lot of action on that game. Right on. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, follow us on social media if you aren't already at Behind the Book Pod on Instagram, at Behind the Book on Twitter. And if you want even more entertainment, Gilly's TikTok, at Gilly the One on TikTok. Um, and we will catch up with you next week when we do a special edition of the podcast for the Masters. Whoa!